0: Little parrot gay fish come sit on my shoulder today. Little gay parrot fish sit on my shoulder today and make me a fried shrimpy dish with some soy sauce, baby. As the beat drops, super super fried. Super fry egg roll, triple fry fry rice, triple fry rice baby. Two for one egg roll, super triple fry rice, triple fry rice baby. Don't forget the soy sauce. Cha There's my gay fish song, dudes. What? <laughs>
1: that is my new intro. That's Stone Ninja special intro this week singing his american idol debut song uh yeah shout out to stoned ninja uh yeah so right off the top welcome dark horse live episode 22 um tonight uh, we're gonna uh, talk a little high times cannabis cups we're going back into weed i just want to touch on last week's show was fucking nuts huh the hoodoo moses and the fucking conjuring and the and the spells for successful business. I don't know if I've had like business success as of yet, but it it feels good. It's been a good week so far, so who knows? Possibly, maybe, The Conjuring worked. But uh, yeah, so you already know right off the top of the show. Here we go. I'm going to give away some integrity cookies, six feminized seeds, something we don't do very much at all. I even got a little graphic on there for you. It's pretty awesome. Um, how about the fifth person to... Uh, let me state this right at the top of the show, too. I'm about like two shows behind on the free shit giveaway stuff, so some of you guys are winners and don't even know it already. I promise you, I will get on the shit tonight and uh, clear up the past two shows where the winners pick them and uh, get your stuff sent out to you, so... Yeah, we, uh, we're we busy as fuck at the moment, but I will get it straightened out for you. But let's put the free shit email on the screen. Should be scrolling across the bottom of your screen. That's the email, darkhorsegeneticslive at gmail.com. Uh, send an email there in the subject line. Put, um, what are we going to put? Let's put Tegrity. integrity in the subject line, and you shall win. Uh, we only pick one winner per show. So, again, if you're trying, keep trying. Um, but, uh, yeah, one winner every show. We'll give away another pack towards the uh, end of the show. So hang with us and uh, try to win at the top, try to win at the end. And uh, real quick, I want to do a shout-out to um, uh, the Peaceful Choice in Boulder, Colorado. We just dropped off a half pound or so of Purple Starburst up there today. Uh, got Skittles on the shelf up there, Boulder, Colorado. Um, if you guys looking for that Z or that Purple Starburst, the Peaceful Choice. And I'm going to shout-out. Zengold's. Zengold's has been buying tons of Skittles from us, pushing it up in Lions. They're pushing the fuck out of the Purple Starburst and Skittles. So if you're in Lions or Fort Collins looking for some of that fire, Zengold's. And lastly, the Dab. The Dab's been fucking the list forever, but the Dab's got fucking pounds of the Skittles and Purple Starburst in stock, so go check them the fuck out. All right. There's enough plugs and free shit and everything else. So let's talk about what the fuck we're going to talk about today. So... Oh, shit, that was the wrong thing. There it is. All right, guys, let me bring in a guests. Here we are. So we have Mayor Mark, which I don't know if you just want to uh, go by Mayor Mark, or if you guys want to tell people your names, you can do whatever the fuck you want. But Mayor Mark, and It's a Joey. Welcome, guys.
2: Thank you, guys.
1: Uh, Mark, if I get you to slide your glass of water just over a touch, right in there. There oh, you go. Perfect. Um, yeah, we're almost all on screen, get the fuck over here, but, uh, yeah, alright guys, so, welcome, um, What's to talk about why the fuck you're here, well, generally on this show, we always ask people to start right in the very beginning, so I'll ask you both, um, start with, start with Joey, um, first time you, uh, smoked weed, and, um, Uh, where you're from a little just a quick segment about your youth or whatever tell us a little about your youth
3: definitely grew up in uh riverside california was the main part of life
1: pull that straight into your face there if you could as much as you can talk right square in the middle of it
3: um yeah i grew up in riverside california then slowly um moved down to orange county played around there a little bit started getting into cannabis uh when i was 22 um, and from then on, it's pretty much almost been a daily smoke from then. I used to work with Orkin Pest Control, definitely a little corporate life, uh, <laughs> corporate world, wearing a suit and tie every day. Um, You're like
1: the Orkin man. Legit. Oh, yeah,
3: definitely. It, it helps a lot in today's world as a cultivator um, in Las Vegas. But, yeah, did Orkin and then did customer service with Zappos for a little bit once I moved out to Vegas, lived the unemployed dream in Vegas. Um and then got into cultivation or started smoking weed. Uh, then I was HR with Brooklyn Bowl uh, for human resources. After that, I was terminated randomly and then uh, jumped on with High Times um, doing the production stuff. I was a runner for a little bit for our main boss, uh, Samin.
1: I was going to say, you kind of jumped right over it, though. That's kind of one of my questions is, mm-hmm. and I always ask everybody that works for High Times, how did you get a job at High Times? Because High Times seems to be like, I don't know, the mecca for a lot of stoners to get a job that work for actually High Times. Some people might tell you, oh, it's living hell because, like, you got to do crazy amount of work or this <laughs> or that. But others will say, you work for fucking High Times? Like, what the fuck's that about? So I guess my question is, is how exactly did you get hired? You said you worked at the Brooklyn Bowl, which yep. is the venue in Vegas? Yep. Yeah. They
3: have a venue in Vegas in New York and slowly opening one in Nashville soon. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Samin, um, our events director of High Times, she was a business development manager at Brooklyn Bowl or for Brooklyn Bowl, and then she knew I was let go from the Vegas HR randomly, and uh, she was already starting to gear into High Times more and run the events, and um, and then she needed a runner for high times and then i said hell yeah let's do it and um i was already getting a job with remedy cultivation in las vegas um and so it worked hand in hand and definitely landed a dream gig in what i do and i am thankful every day for what i get to do there's a lot of people that (laughs) did not have the easiest pass as i did um coming into it and that's why my i myself i'm a big supporter of our normal in las vegas and Giving back. I never had to go to jail for a lot of this stuff, so I definitely realize where I'm at in the world, and I get to make profit, and I have a great career in cultivation and working with High Times. I've been featured in High Times because of knowing um, everyone, and it's been absolutely amazing. Thankful every day for it. So sweet. Um, but yeah, that's basically how I got into High Times, and then now um, I'm very weed nerdy um to a lot of my peers and counterparts so anytime they have questions they ask me and then was a runner for a little bit with high times then i started doing side ops basically set up and tear down of a cannabis cup event, any sort of emergency fence lines basically go out and handle that uh with the side ops crew and then started working with the vip team and now on the intake team for the last two years um, getting to travel around the United States and collect the best weed, get it into judges' kits. Sure. And
1: So you're part of the collection of the, of the judging process at this point. Yes. Cool. And
3: living the dream, literally. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Say it every day. <laughs> that
1: brings me over to uh, Mark. Tell, Mark, tell us about uh, your youth, if you would, first time smoking weed, kind of where you're from, and uh, how you got hired at High Tide. For sure.
2: Um, I'm born and raised in South Florida, then moved to middle of nowhere, Cleveland, Ohio uh went off to new york city for uh for college and then moved to la to pursue the entertainment industry um got into music touring first so helping musicians book tours routing them doing the deals etc and then and, and this and that didn't start as glamorous as that it started in a mailroom pushing mail carts serving angry a type personality los angeles dudes uh coffee and pushing a mail cart through a hall, so <laughs> great, uh, great ladder to climb in that world. Um, then got into music touring, then into comedy touring, which was fun, goofy. Um, really cool stuff.
1: Anybody cool or famous that you worked with on comedy tours?
2: Yeah, Ron White, Joe Coy, Frank Caliendo. Uh, nice. We rep Trevor Noah. Um, Did you
1: get to meet these guys, or you just sort of worked behind the scenes? I met
2: a lot of those guys. I Never got to meet Trevor Noah. Joe Coy's a super funny and super friendly and amazing dude. Nice. Uh, he's got a really cool restaurant in Vegas. Actually, it's a Ooh. yeah, it's a fondue Japanese fondue restaurant. Ooh. Yeah, I'll have to set you up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was a cool world, and then while I was at uh, that company, we actually signed High Times to work, just help them with talent booking for all the festivals, help them um, with random content ideas, how to pair them up with other comedians or musicians or whatever else for for media ideas. Um, got close with the team over there at High Times, and you know they wanted to bring me over to really focus on helping with events and helping with talent booking, et cetera. Um, said no at first actually and you know, really wanted to continue my career at that talent agency and then uh, things weren't progressing as much as I'd like and I was interested in high times and everything that they had and just, you know, I- I've been smoking weed since I was a young kid so it seemed dope to me. Went over and yeah, been there about two and a half years now, starting in event production as well, kind of more so booking the talent, booking uh, some of the fun entertainment elements of the festivals and then um dove into the competitions so was, yeah was
1: uh, high times like something that you always wanted to work for or was it just a natural progression of your you know entertainment type career or sort of like how did that uh, how did that transition go or how did you basically exactly how did you get hired there was it like you know i'd like i want to go here or is it more like
2: i'm going to take this opportunity it was uh, i'm going to take an opportunity because while i was working at a talent agency we signed high times to help them Uh, with different aspects of their business and i got close with them as a client got close with the ownership um they had some positions that were going to be opening up that they told me about and then we we uh figured it out and then i jumped over nice yeah so i I knew of high times but it it was never you know didn't have stacks of magazines under my pillowcase or anything like that um but always knew the name always loved cannabis and uh yeah, it was great. My first time smoking weed was in a barn in Ohio with my older brother and his friend. Um, <laughs> smoking a bowl and felt it a little bit, enjoyed it, and then started to learn how to roll joints. And I love rolling joints. It's like origami, stress-relieving origami to me. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, started uh, started really getting frequently smoking kind of senior year of high school. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, so what are you guys doing currently? You mentioned you're doing the testing kits and everything else, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, so what brings you to Colorado? Where is home base? Do you guys both live kind of in the same area? Do you guys always work together? Or what's sort of going on Why are you here?
3: Yeah, so I'm uh, from Vegas. Uh, Kaz over there is from uh, L.A., uh, is home base. And then we travel into each city that we're doing a cup. We're doing a cup here in Colorado. Kits will be going on sale this Saturday. Um, and so we, the last week and a half, we have been gathering all the competitors' products. They turn them into us, and we make sure everything's legal through the metric systems. This is the newest way of doing the cannabis cup. That's why we don't have people dropping off packs anymore. It's no turkey bag life anymore. It's literally everything has to be seed-to-sale tracked. We come through these legal markets, and we work with intake partners. This time it's Green Solution. And um, they have 22 locations around Colorado, so they're able to disperse our kits and get them into the hands of all these judges now it's open to public um and so we've gathered all the products we just completed building out all the backpacks and kits so all the kits come in with a little how many kits do you
1: have do you have a number 1215 yeah, 1215. 1215. yeah. I mean, you mentioned that they're going for sale this time so that's more of like a chalice type of model where they would selling the kits and you get the case and like you get to go home with all of the entries kind of thing or whatever totally this is a new idea for high times is it not or have you done this before
3: um this is now our second time we are just ra- uh the award show will for oklahoma will be coming up on this sunday um so last month we did all the kit gathering sold all the kits and everything now they're um, doing the award show this Sunday with high Times um,
2: so yeah the models kind of changed the mm-hmm. traditional cups we have we have a certain amount of product that we receive from each competitor and that's how much product we can give out so it's a, it was a smaller amount of product so we'd have to hand select take applications for judges which we receive thousands of applications mm-hmm. and we and we do have some very loyal well well respected and, and, and just critical judges that actually fly across the country to come to the, each and every one of these competitions, and be a judge like they've been doing it forever. Exactly, right. you know, way before my time, way before Joey's time, you know, and mm-hmm. and uh, and we and we've kept them as, as great judges. That was a little bit more handpicked and a smaller pool of judges. We've had a lot of feedback from people where they're like, "I want to be a judge. I never get picked." There's so many people who want to be judges. So now, especially in this pandemic, we want to give people something to do while they're sitting at home and they're jobless or they're just quarantined in whatever way. Sure. So they want to go out, they want to either, or, you know, order weed for delivery or they want to make one quick trip and bulk up. And this is a cool way to get a cool curated high times kit filled with competitors from all over the state in different categories. So there's an indica flower, sativa flower, hybrid flower, pre-rolls, which are looking beautiful and they're mostly infused. Um, concentrates. We got the concentrate king over here. He mm-hmm. knows everything about and and, and and as the competitors are coming to us, You know, we're we're getting to know these people, and he's nerding out with them on all his grow experience and everything. So it's pretty fun. Um, But yeah, a lot of different categories: topicals, edibles. You know, two types of edibles. There's the edibles that are for you know, snacking, gummies, cookies, ice creams, and there's ones like, uh, you know, they're really considered ingestibles, but non-food edibles like tinctures, sublinguals, Mm -hmm. even yeah, capsules. So we have those different categories. How uh, many
1: categories total do you think there is, or I guess you would know? How many categories total are there exactly? Right. This now?
2: time it's it's seven different uh, kits, but we have topicals and and, and the edibles non food combined, and, and it changes per market. Some markets, you know, for example, Michigan, we might have a moon rocks category separately because we've had so many moon rock entries there. Um, Topicals may not be popular in other markets, you know in Colorado and Oklahoma. There's a ton of people making
1: making topicals So it's driven by the number of entries potentially or number of interest in the product in that region if you will exactly Um, so You know High times had made a switch you guys may not be qualified to answer this You know, I'm just sort of shooting this out there but high times made a switch I believe before like COVID and all that shit where they were kind of doing that like these a competition only, where they weren't having the booths and the show and the whole rigmarole and the concerts and everything. Yep. And it just sort of happened right before, like, the COVID sort of thing had happened. And not right, but it happened for maybe a year or so before, right before this COVID thing happened, which everyone might be thinking this is a hybrid type of an event mm-hmm. because of COVID, everything else, there is no more shows. I mean, what do you guys know about the booths and vendors and those type of events? Are those kind of things of the past or is the no. future of cups going to be kind of more this way
3: I think the few, um not really sure on that that's above and sure. I don't even think it's really been figured out this is a very new model and I think it's working out very well and we can have cups or competitions around um the year versus when we have um when we actually do our big festivals you're normally only slated from probably April all the way down to October in California. Otherwise, it gets too cold or nothing really happens during the winter months. The event model that was right before COVID, which was still the actual Cannabis Cup, we did a smaller model where competitors were invited uh, to the awards show and having the awards then. And it was just a smaller venue, less of the expo and everything, less art or less artists and music talent yeah it was mainly just about the competition and the presentation of everything like that sure right
1: and I know high times has struggled to get the permits to throw those events where this I'm sure is quite a bit easier because you're coming in you're in the gothic theater out you're doing a presentation award show there the event itself is legally done behind metric you know what yep. I mean in the licensed stores so uh, it's a totally kind of a different concept but yet it's the same. The, the big thing that's I think lacking, or I shouldn't say lacking, but different, is the fact that home growers can't really enter these events. And I don't, I don't know if you guys have any solution to that, or High Times as a company has any solution to how they can... Do an award that isn't a licensed guy?
3: Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. I'm not um, trying to
1: set you up with that because I, that's the thing. It's like no, I don't it, even know not, if that's a thing you totally can even f- do in the new world, per se. You that's know? that's yeah. our
3: biggest problem is High Times is such a big name that you're always going to be looked at. If you have a competition in Colorado and you want to do a home growers uh, network of cup...
2: And be able to promote it, it publicly. Yeah. And, and, and get the MED sign-off. Right. Totally. It's just
3: not going to happen, which I would love for one one way to have a conversation with MED and figure out where home growers can enter their product because Cal- Colorado does have a home grow law. Yeah. And I think it would be super important. It's not necessarily for their branding, but winning a cup, winning an award from high times is just another level of our cannabis industry. And it's still that coveted cup. And so it's not able to happen with these home growers. So I hope eventually... When when it turns federal, maybe we can start looking at that again. But I think that's what's been fun about Michigan is you still get the caregiver market yep. and able to have those home growers just due to because their regulations haven't caught up. But Nevada, California, everything in the rec market is hundred percent metric driven, mm-hmm. um, seed to sale track. Would, so. I,
1: everything's just going to be legal cannabis business. You know Which that's I, what we're here to support. Right. I, I can understand where High Times is coming at. You know where they're not necessarily going to promote. Well, the thing is, is, we have two ounces. So, mm-hmm. in theory, we could have a cup where everyone submits their two ounces. But the problem is, who, how do you hold that two ounces? You know what I mean? It's like, exactly. I, you, you'd have a 100 different people take two ounces home and prepare it in the grams, then come back to prepare a kit that somehow can only appear to be two ounces to pass out. Like right. There's so many mm-hmm. hamstrings yes. to attempt to do a home-grown type of event. You know what I mean? That, especially from a magazine of you know, high times of stature. I can imagine that's such a clusterfuck.
3: We're always I mean? under a magnifying glass yeah. anytime time uh, we go through things. They had an MED inspection when we were there. Um, <laughs> I think they just do it to show up, and yeah. maybe it's scheduled, Sh- maybe it's not. Show but of force in a yeah. sense like
2: we're watching and everything And else. we're so confident that everything will check out, and we've yep. done everything. We have all paperwork, and, and they love it. And that's, that's what gives us the approval for them to say, hey, we like you. You can do these things again. And for venues to be like, oh, cool, Med likes you, we'll do it. Makes sense, you it know. totally makes sense. But no, uh, boo, you know, large scale festivals definitely not a thing of the past, just a thing on hold for this time where it's unsafe until we know it's really safe, and uh, we can host these types of events. Sure, being the entertainment, that's more your side, so I'm sure you're kind of dying to throw an event, or you know, <laughs> you yeah, I'm always down to throw, you know, and <laughs> and the parties are fun, you know, it's there's the parties, award shows, and there's the full scale festivals, and I think. Some people really want to go to a full full festival and chill, you know, all day for two days, and some want to have a night, kick it, have a couple drinks, a couple smokes, see some people win, laugh, share memories.
1: Sure. So let's talk um, nuts and bolts of this contest or these contests. Yeah. I, don't, I assume they're pretty much all the same across the board the way you do them now. I mean, it. it General varies. shell
3: of everything, yeah. and then there's small minor workings due to each market or legalization or.
1: Sure. So how do these guys that purchase a kit now? How, to, how long do they have before they, you know, to make their entry? There's probably, how many entries do you say per kit?
3: Um, guys can go through on that. Yeah. yeah, I know they're
1: all different a little bit. Like flower, yeah. it's like, like indica or hybrid flower. Well, usually we'll max out at what the
2: possession limits are. So we limit it. If you can only pick up an ounce, we're maxing that out at 28. Then it depends on how many entries we get. Usually it's a half ounce to an ounce. For the flowers, pre-rolls can be similar. Um, concentrates, Oklahoma, we had a ton. Colorado, we have less for... for uh, Concentrates here, um, a lot of topicals, a lot of tinctures, things of that nature.
1: So if you get a ton of entries, though, there's not a, there's no way that every person can try a little bit of that hash. I would assume it's
2: also if it, you have over fifty six
1: uh, entries, then all of a sudden you're spreading the the entries across multiple ju- judges, or how does that sort no, of? No, we
2: will will max out. Oh, so I see, we'll, I see yeah. what you're saying. So we'll so. max out at the possession limit, but if the possession limit is too high, we don't want to create a kit that's going to be so so large and so just priced too out, priced too high for the market sure you know so it's typically you know it'll be like 10 bucks a gram for whatever's in the kit That's so what if I we say, 40, four, 14 entries that'd be a $140 kit I was 28 say. entries full ounce 280 bucks for a fat kit of curated you know just nice samples of, of some of the cool growers
1: around small mom and pops and Sure, big ones. It sounds like a cool—I mean, cool idea. As a guy mm-hmm. who's gotten some kits before, or whatever, it's really fucking sweet when you get your kit. You open it up, you lay it all out, or whatever. And you yeah. get Sniff through it all. It's and a it's really real cool work. Experience. It's a real job. It's for like real. I got
2: to test like two strains a night, like for <laughs> you know two weeks. But so you said they have <laughs> Pay for it now. two weeks. Um, nowadays yeah. we're actually giving thirty days. What? So they pick up the kit. You know, we, we list the kit on sale. So that's going to be this Saturday, June twenty seventh. Uh-huh. Um Green Solution Model. dispensaries mm-hmm. in Pueblo at the Southgate location. In Aurora uh, Potomac location out there in the mountains in Glenwood Springs for all the ski bunnies to pick up um, and uh, in Longmont so people will come in they'll pick up a kit they'll see the pricing there um, sadly we can't even advertise pricing on our, on our social media I was gonna say can yeah. we talk a little
1: bit I don't want to get anybody in trouble but like how does that kind of work in the sense that like if I'm entering the cup I pay a fee and then I enter a certain amount of product to metric over to this the place or whatever like the the price of that I guess is determined by the shops that's like green solution at this point because they're pushing it out or something is it a deal no, we, or is we, it we, sort of average price I mean 10 dollars you said pretty average but I'm sort of
2: wondering like Yeah we'll price it based on what's average for the for the market you know but a little upscale it's it's a nice curated kit we put a lot of time and effort into this. We're here for 2 weeks collecting, protecting, packaging up and just making these things nice, gotcha. you know, and then distributing out to each of these locations so anybody in Colorado doesn't have to drive a crazy long time to go pick up a kit. Totally. You know, that's why we try to work with a big partner like the Reen Solution because they have multiple locations spread everywhere. out, you know. Um, and that's that's important. And it's a well-oiled machine that's helped us make this pro- help make this process
1: easier. Cool. But um, So, what happens once you get your kit? How do you, is it all done online or how do you? Scorecard is in the front pocket. Is it one through 10 or how does the scoring sort of work for these guys?
2: Yeah, so right in the front pocket of the backpack is the judge's card that gives you a link and an access code specific to your category. So you go on, you log in, and then you start choosing whichever entries you're judging at that time. You know, it's SF one for sativa flower one or FI for indica, things of that nature. You see your entry codes, you're judging it. You know, for flower, it's, it's aesthetics, it's aroma, it's taste, effects, burnability, you know, how it does it smoke? And we like a lot of comments. We give a full, full paragraph you know, response form where you can write everything you want from, hey, I opened the package, I like this about the, the nug, I didn't like this, mm-hmm. you know, this is what I smelled, this is how I felt, I rolled a joint and chilled in my room, or I was on the beach smoking a bowl with my girl. Whatever else, you know, like that's what we want because the competitors are putting their heart and souls to make these products mm-hmm. and we want the same thing from the judges. You know, just just sit down, you know, take a second, take each of these samples out, roll it in a joint, put it in a bowl,
1: whatever else. Give and, it an uh, honest yeah, shot. Give it an honest Everything, shot, you know? honest shot. Something like Skittles, which is a fantastic fucking strain but has zero bag appeal. If you just look at the weed and you don't give it a shot, you probably would have passed that one over. You know what I mean? Because it doesn't look that fucking fire just in the bag appeal or whatever. Right. That
3: is one thing I've learned about cannabis in general over the last couple years of doing this competition. Seen some outdoor that is just absolutely horrible bag Mm appeal, but then you smoke it and it's literally some of the best flavor and high you get from it. And I was just like, I don't care what it looks like anymore at this point. I'll smoke it and then tell you my opinion. Unless it smells like hay off the bat. I'm not going to really smoke it. (laughs) but uh, Yeah, in general, like never really judging a book or the picture of Bud now. um, Because outdoor, it's definitely the superior high, I think, still
1: let's talk like tips and tricks not that you guys are the super experts or anything but you see a lot of these entries you're packaging up you're handling them so that you Mm -hmm. know what I mean is there stuff that you see that you're just like face palming being like what the fuck you know that you can kind of tip like don't ever do this guys or is there stuff you see that's like this clearly works um, in the sense of like I don't know the packaging the way you care for it or just tell me in general strokes is there anything that you've seen that uh, you're like this is the this is a tip on entering a cannabis cup. um
3: all i can say is just put your best foot forward um at the end of the day these judges are really judging the cannabis on the cannabis itself we have not um put into the competition to have packaging such a judge thing we have a lot of white label brands here in colorado that entered um the competition so they don't have packaging set up they don't have any of these things we had to go back and talk with them and read Make sure they are compliant for sale. Mm. Um, Make sure that they have all the right labeling. And a lot of them don't Uh, just because they normally just bulk sell their weed and give it out to whoever's picking up and they package it and put it into their their products. And if they don't know how to
2: do it, we help them. You know, we have a lot of competitors that drop off and they miss a sticker that's
1: required for us to be able
2: to take it in. Right, So you're
1: essentially talking, you're, the wholesale growers are entering in the contest, but yep. they don't know how to sell retail wheat. So Very when true. they bring you the herb, it's packaged incorrectly, or up. whatever, oh, yeah. here's, a, here's a pound bag of wheat or whatever. <laughs> yeah, vacuum boom, boom, seal boom.
3: baggies, nug jugs, your drams, all, all sorts of way. Um, last year in Colorado when we did it, there was one company, I forget who it was, but I thought it was really cool, and it should have earned them points, but it doesn't. Um, they had hemp plastic uh, for their packaging, and I just think that's really cool to be very conscious about that in our industry. Like we're probably the worst industry to be a part, but it's all due to regulations and what they put on us to make sure it's childproof and opaque and all this stuff. Sure. I mean, everything
1: counts, everything, every part of the presentation sort of counts, particularly when you start getting into like food prep and like, you know, if you give someone a brownie and a Ziploc baggie, Mm. is not going to quite as impress as much as if it comes in some <laughs> gold foil-wrapped fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Like, super fancy package or whatever. And nowadays, we couldn't even accept it if it was in a right. black baggie. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and that's kind of It's like, you kind of have to change your thinking from, like, the high times of old, where we did drop off weed and baggies, oh, and you guys too- used to repackage the shit out of it, Yeah, to now use- where it's like, <laughs> think of a more like Oktoberfest or something, where all the beer companies are coming in with their branded beer, going to enter it into this contest for the people to say what they like the best it's not so much as about anonymity or hiding as it is about putting your best foot forward with your brand your product everything else because it's kind of shown here eventually yep. it, it's not an anonymous contest at this point anymore because it goes out in the packaging correct yep. yeah. it has yeah. to go
3: out in packaging that's a, another change of the competition in the legal markets you have to have it all in this packaging we can't repackage here in colorado back in oklahoma we used uh, the Green Vault Systems uh, packager and repackaged everyone's flour. They did drop it off in bulk, and we put it into High Times jars, and so it was a full. Because we couldn't we could. Here in Colorado, you have to have a full package, and we can't touch it. So. so.
1: Is that the same way across all the different states or whatever? Um, always changing. So yeah. regulations are always changing. Every other Mark place, a. yeah. So the you way- guys got to be flexible as fuck everywhere yeah, right? you go. You're totally like flex, like flexible on this way or that way on wherever which. Which region you're going to? Yeah, I'm sure you have multiple things going on at once. So do you have another one lined up beyond this one that's coming up next? Or yeah, yeah. So So, uh,
2: we're going to Illinois in August. We're gonna announce that soon. Sweet. September, doing our first ever Ohio.
1: How many dispensaries are in Illinois? I'm. It's it's starting to pop off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not too many, but there's some big brands who have a lot of good flour. It's Chicago. You hear that? They're coming to give out cups in your city. That's fucking. You know. It's been a long coming. time coming. It has. That Chicago can host a cannabis cup. I think that's yes. fucking uh-huh. pretty cool. You know, I mean, Oklahoma, gonna, we're Oklahoma, though. Yeah. just like, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Wild. When, when I they love told Oklahoma. When we had
0: Oklahoma, like, oh, yeah. I was blown away.
1: Oklahoma's a great fucking time. People yes. think Oklahoma's like, oh, some cow cowpoke fucking bullshit, you know, whatever. It's pretty flat out there, I'm not going to lie, but the people are friendly as fuck, and, Uh like, there's not shit for traffic. There's a lot of dispensaries, and, you know, it's a good fucking time. Definitely. Um,
3: And their weed game is definitely stepping up, even from last year to now um everyone's sure. dialing in their grows i mean we probably were there when they were in their second and third harvest now they're in 10 15. so i gotta so. ask you
1: guys then as you see in and all who, who what state grows the best weed definitively
3: definitively definitively who, definitively, who dun, the dun, dun, fuck dun. grows the best fucking weed all all comes down to the grower there's not one state that matters <laughs> i don't care if you have the california fire uh, i don't yeah. care if you have that colorado cali it's versus, all in the grower. Cali versus <laughs> the colorado
1: who wins head to head
3: uh rosins i'd say colorado say, but, uh what about flower? For flower i would probably say some of the norcal um no-till NorCal. growers okay yeah
1: yeah, okay. yeah i'd say organic growers. what about yeah. michigan yeah. versus oklahoma
3: oh michigan, michigan for sure oh, they've no, dialed in that was definitive
2: shout out yeah. ghostbusters yeah, yeah. ghostbusters, ghostbusters.
3: Bars. oh god yes, love
1: them yes sir Kimberry d yep yeah, that's fire
2: out yeah, there. Yeah, and
3: Covert. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of good Michigan brands out there that have uh-huh. covert. dialed them in and killing it. Nice. Yeah, we'll be
2: back in Michigan. So, you Illinois, said, Ohio, Ohio, and then where? Ohio, which I lived for five years, so I'm where, excited.
1: I guess you don't know exactly where because it's the state competition, essentially. But uh, No,
2: we'll be picking up. So, in Illinois, we're going to be picking up in Effingham, in St. Charles, and in Chicago. Okay. And then Ohio, we're going to do Cleveland, we're going to do Dayton. And um, then we're going to go to Oregon. Little
1: Eugene, little Portland. What about uh, New York fucking city? In due time.
2: Yeah, they're still chance? medical. Still yeah.
3: medical right now, so it's not and a big just, market. Um, yeah. a lot of black markets so or traditional market that's still happening out there yeah. more than mass. anything. Yeah. The bet true. <laughs> Definitely yeah. true. Mass. Not easy,
2: not easy to get cannabis out there. Yeah, oh, what, what about mass? They, do they have cups and mass?
3: Yeah, well Massachusetts, I've yeah. been working
2: on. That's been tough. That is more of, like, the home grower model, but trying to figure out a way to, to stay
1: compliant is what the, the current mission is. You could do it in the middle of a fucking Freedom Rally. No one give a fuck. You, <laughs> you got to do, do, like, a hybrid with the Freedom Rally or whatever. But, yeah, set up, like, a city, like, a, I don't know, a city block area. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, I was talking to them. <laughs> I mean, Might share a crazy. stage. What about uh, Florida? I'm, I don't know if you know anything about yeah. anything going on in Florida, but, I mean, I know they have fucking crazy laws. We want to do
2: Florida. We want to do Puerto Rico. Going back to Alaska. Yeah. You know, figure out the whole Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, sure. you know, baby Hawaii markets. would be an awesome Wh- one. Hawaii would be
1: really cool. They're medical only right now, but I still mm-hmm. think a cup could be organized yeah. or whatever. Somehow I wouldn't be flown in as a super special judge when that one happens. Hey, um, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> just right, saying, there? I'm just saying. <laughs> Let's
2: go. All right. Yeah. What, what's your favorite thing about high times?
1: My favorite thing yeah. about high times? Probably the memories of all the people that I've met because, like, I don't know, high times – is the melting pot or was also like... I mean, everything about High Times is interesting because... But it was more the events, setting up the booths. And, I mean, it has nothing to do with you guys, but the bit of a shit show that it always was. It was somehow in a mud field or something was fucked up or you couldn't find your booth number. So you just had to know when you're going there... Like what you're getting into, and you gotta be ready to pay attention. (laughs) Yeah, like it's it will work out, but like yeah, and then the thing, everyone gets super fucking high and faded, so it's like a great time. But you're also trying to do business, and I had amazing business weekends there, but I also had like amazing (laughs) connection weekends there with people, Uh where you would meet up or whatever, networking with some of the finest. But yeah, I mean, it's a it's a toss up because when you talk about high times in general. I mean, the Danko and them have been, you know, generous enough to give me a couple of those strongest strand on Earth awards or whatever. And that, yeah. like that Hell, shit yeah. propelled me somewhere else where I never would have gotten without it. So it's like, I don't know, thankful for what they've given to me in some sense. But okay. at the same time, it was just sort of like, I don't know, it's a clusterfuck. Dealing with all the high time stuff and the, the traffic, sometimes you can't even get out of a high times cannabis cup for like two four hours.
0: hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even. Bullshit well, here
1: either. one thing I'll say about that is we give
2: <laughs> vendors and, and and our clients like two to three days to come and set up. And this most is something of you were in though. Yeah, <laughs> back in the day, yeah, <laughs> it was a little while. Yeah, most of the time, everybody likes to show up in the last minute, and totally. that's how it is with the competition intake too. We give a full week, and most people show up at five o'clock on the last day. And then there's a line. Yeah, you know? totally. That's so just the way that's stoners work. That's a tip yeah. on how to win. <laughs> yeah. you know? Don't show up at the last fucking minute. Yeah, because, because we can also help. If you show up early and there is something that you forgot on your packaging, your labeling, or you your count is off, you have days to adjust that and still get into the
1: competition. Do you know the total number of entries or entrants this year like across statewide? Because this is only dispensaries. There's only 500-something fucking shops in this whole state. Well, there's more than that. 500, something fit. Maybe it's 1500. I'm getting high. My math might be way <laughs> wrong. But either way, there's a limited number of shops that can actually enter into this. Yes. This is only a rec only category, or yeah. rec only? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you do you have a number of shops that actually entered this thing? And there's grows and there's shops, but yeah. is there like a total number? Is 100 or 50? I think
3: a total of 120 entries. Yeah. Uh, 120.
1: Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's so amongst, amongst all yeah yeah that's pretty that's pretty fantastic actually mm-hmm. i would with my fuck up that's right now, that's low. Say that's 10 to 20 percent of the you know the market or whatever out here doing shit or whatever in high time if you win something at high times it drives shit you can now you can now charge a few more bucks and everything else and i 100%. thought about you know honestly i thought about entering the skittles or the purple starburst that we are slinging the fuck out of right now being like i'm gonna go pick up this cup win real quick or whatever yeah. where you at in
0: where are you at I didn't because I was
1: gonna judge it and then at the same time I don't know part of me was just like let's see what this is going or what this is kind of about because I had no idea how the new style cup worked. I haven't I mean I'm glad that we had you guys on because I feel much more confident in the process but at the same time I was like I don't know what the fuck this is all about it's all different and look and and in
2: terms of you being a competitor and a judge with this people's choice it's much broader it's much more open it's not private, hand-selected judges. You can promote the fact that you're a judge. If you're a competitor, we allow you to judge, but we we don't want you to judge categories that you're entering into. Obviously. We don't want you to be biased. We want to remove all bias. That's why we try to remove a lot of packaging so people don't know who they're judging. It's just on the flower. It's not about the company or the strain name or whatever else. Sure. So, you know, that's a part of it all. And...
1: um, I think it's going to be good. I think I'm going to throw this question right back at you guys. What's the... The, I have it written here actually. It's funny you asked me that. What's the best part and the worst part of working for high times or doing what you're doing now? I guess you uh, can lump the whole thing together or <laughs> just do the general yeah. intake out tick. Because yeah. I mean, we had Danko on here and mm-hmm. he was talking about yeah. they used to get people calling and crying and like throwing fits because mm-hmm. they were late trying to get their entry in, begging to get the stuff in. Uh-huh. And, oh, my car broke down, this yep. or that. All kinds of like sob stories about how they <laughs> couldn't get their entry there on time or whatever. And like, yeah, he also mentioned that he had a like a I can't remember what he called it, like a file of fucking crazies. And it was just, no, it was just shit that people would send that was like crazy letters or whatever the fuck. You know yeah, I mean? man, like we get threats sometimes.
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> I, I mean, I've been in some sketchy situations, but like the best thing about high times is like what you touched on, the networking ability. As a cultivation person uh, that works in a grow in Las Vegas and being able to see all the packaging, all the product and seeing what everything else is the what everyone else considers their best product going right. forward i get to see that and i can adjust things in our grow if i want to and uh talk about it and stuff um and then probably the worst thing was probably just the 24 hours up and no sleep jumping yeah. on a flight to from michigan and then going right back onto the, on site to do an actual festival cup that's literally the worst thing but like it's literally the best life and I wouldn't change anything right. about it because you, I get to do what I get to do at my level. You it's, grind <laughs> for the party essentially, oh, that's coming up, you know Amazing I mean? and we our gig family is our if you're at a hotel, a high times hotel when we're at there, you would not <laughs> there's so much smoking like. You think like people smoke a lot but like we smoke 50,000 dollars worth of weed in a night right. just because it's a different stuff like some of these joints will go for $100 right. in the retail market. That's where I say, like, we would smoke that much money worth of weed. And so it's literally the best world that I get to oh, be a nuts. part of.
1: I remember one venue, where we used to do the Nas events all the time, and oh, everyone yeah. would go stay up in, um, what's that Mission Inn? The, I don't know if you guys ever yeah, been Riverside, to that hotel yeah. in grew Riverside. up Riverside. <laughs> holy fuck man we, dude those guys just damn. gave up on us we were smoking so, like we all rented the, the sickest Einstein Suites and all the shit on top so we had mm-hmm. the penthouse suite and all the nicest shit or whatever damn. but like they literally were like coming up being like what in the fuck guys like damn. every room was just fucking I mean there was weed <laughs> all over out. the place and shit but they were fantastic to us but we had enormous smoking Gosh. cleaning fee bills and shit afterwards or whatever but high times was staying there and I'm telling you that was one of the wildest like damn night that party like- event things I've ever been to or whatever actually the Broncos won the Super Bowl so I was really tore up too that day <laughs> so maybe, that, maybe that was just a part of it or whatever but uh, Mark yeah best and worst um, best is yeah I
2: mean traveling doing these competitions meeting the local growers in each state and you know putting their products on the map and the great feedback that we get from that um, that's cool it's cool to be working in the cannabis industry and yeah the worst. I'm blessed to have a job. Worst is we don't have enough merch. <laughs> yeah, everyone I was We don't have enough merch that people. Everybody wants the hat or t- shirt, and I want to give everybody a hat and a shirt. Totally. And I'm tra- and we're actually working. A, we have a new merch team that's working on new merch, and it's going to be great. So I'm excited for uh, that to come, and I'm hopefully going to be traveling with a bunch, so we can put some in
1: stores in each place that we go to, and hook some people up on the way. Very cool. I'll turn it to the chat, guys. Um, If you guys have any questions that you guys want to ask these High Times professionals, uh, go ahead and fire them off in the chat real quick. And I'm going to ask you guys if you have anything that you guys want to talk about real quick while we wait for questions to come in. Anything you guys want to bring up? Yeah. Anything cool going on?
2: I like skateboarding.
1: Uh, I like skateboarding. Uh,
2: I've been skateboarding for 19 years and I love Colorado skateboarding. You've been to
1: skate parks here?
2: Yeah. I just went to one in Aurora um it was pretty sick and i have a friend and co-worker that we also travel with who's at the hotel he brought his board um very terrible board about, <laughs> about to break waterlogged barely rolls but he's a good guy for bringing it what, so are, I, so what about snowboarding I used to snowboard when I was a kid in Ohio. The
1: snowboard spot right now, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 we got yeah. skate spots for sure, for sure. But no snow, like, no, no but snow, no snow. But <laughs> not right now. I mean, I think Steamboat got like fucking four, four feet the other day or whatever. Yeah. I don't know if it's open, but you can go get a snowmobile. We and, were at, we were in Vail and it was dry. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, beautiful. Um,
2: yeah, we got to drive up to Glenwood Springs. Beautiful drive. Took a lot of time lapse videos.
1: <laughs> uh, very artsy. There's a question. Um, Here it says, how do I win first place? But I'm going to hijack that question and talk about (laughs) how many OGs. Because it it used to just be all OGs, like all OG. You know what I mean? I don't know when that kind of stopped or if it has stopped, but how many OGs were entered into this cup? And what do you do about the people that enter OG in the sativa category or some shit because they're trying to, like, snipe something or they're just dumb as fuck? Um,
3: (laughs) Uh, right now like we've had um some problems with people entering their strains or they don't know what to enter it in so i ask them for their terpene profiles and we can determine based upon that look at your sativa heavy terpenes or if you're indica dominant terpenes and we'll put them into that category because at the end of the day they're indicas don't act indica to everyone some act sativa to people so like eventually we will get rid of the indica sativa hybrid model and go with something else with the calm uplifting or whatever it may be it's um but that's up for debate uh with that i think there's only four or five ogs in their title um and the so rest were the new exotic down. uh because, candy a candy those, cakes. because a lot of because a lot of OG's are legal all the time <laughs> and that's what
2: <laughs> sucks and we want that sure and we're like please just get licensed yeah, you know, I
1: mean, it's some a lot of a lot of these guys are easier said than done. You know, I, mean? know I know. Some it of costs these places, a lot of money. some of these places is completely rigged in the sense, you know what I mean. Other places, it's, it can become a reality or whatever. Places like Oklahoma, but you know, there's other places that's just absolutely fucking ridiculous, like Vegas. Or other oh, they, that's
3: one thing. Like, you know why mean? support normal? We are fighting to get the laws changed in regards to that. The monopoly and everything. the corruption needs to stop. And that's throughout our whole government, and that's why we got to keep voting and voting the, all these people out that keep on holding licenses because they have their stake in there or they have lobbyists that are paying them off. So, I mean, I think we just need to keep changing laws, and we need to have a home grow law in Las Vegas. We need to have updated DUI laws. We need to have more licenses available. I think those are, like, top three things that are always on my mind um, because it only helps everyone sure. at the end of the day. There's a lot of terrible ownership in Las Vegas um, through cannabis brands, and they're just capitalizing because huge they're able to hold brands. it. Yeah, yeah the they're, they're able to hold brands. the licenses, and they don't care to release them. And uh,
1: so I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, the 100K Grand Prix that we did. Yep. But uh, would you guys have any tips for Caesar or myself here on far as 100K Grand Prix intake was a giant clusterfuck, so we know exactly (laughs) what she went through. It wasn't terrible. It was just we had everybody show up and break down their own entries that day in front of us, kind of essentially. you know, because they didn't show up. You, did you tell them to prepackage
2: it and arrive?
1: Well, no, I was considering the legalities like you like yourselves, and I was like, listen, I don't want people driving around the city with fifty-six grams in their person. You know what Pre-pack- I mean? It looks package. fucking horrible if you yeah. were to get pulled over and you got fifty six gram bags or whatever the fuck. So I was just sort of like, show up with your two ounces or whatever, you know what I mean? Then you can sit here and break it down. You got eight hours. Sit here, and break mm-hmm. it down however you want. And got a lot of people showed up with scissors and shit, and they did what I envisioned where they sat there and they trimmed up and sculpted every little piece as they put it in each little you know what i mean like jar
3: that is the perfect way because they get to give the end presentation to the judges i think that's a super cool way but yes always going to be a clusterfuck with that many people entering
2: um and we wouldn't even be able to do it that way which could be cool but yeah we wouldn't you wouldn't legally be able to transport that to us and receive it at uh, but
1: essentially, here in in the cups that you're doing legally, you could totally do it because if like again, I'm ha- I'm having the regret right now or whatever, but I should have sent you guys over a fuck ton of jars of Skittles because it would have been Pre-packaged Well, those are in eights. You got you're putting them in grams. Grams, grams, grams only. So I would you have do had ways? to. Yeah, but I could have put gram- uh, grams in the jar instead of eights. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. But, just uh, need,
3: would need to update the packaging to reflect a gram versus the eighth. Which yeah, because it says pre-printed 3.5 yeah. on the
1: sticker, which is probably what you guys have been dealing with all fucking week. Yeah, we just gotta adjust for Yeah, adjust <laughs> All it day, paper, every day. So.
3: But yeah, those are the small things that are like, we literally look at everything under a magnifying glass because we know we're under a magnifying glass. So anything that MED requires, we're making sure that it happens. We have a great giant compliance team with the Green Solution team and Literally everything was on point after sure. the, end
1: of the day. Yeah, so. I mean, I mean, as big as High Times is, and even Green Solution is, I'm sure that absolutely you guys, I'm sure there's a fucking lawyer too, like standing over your guys' shoulders <laughs> throughout this whole fucking process <laughs> or whatever. But um, not too much.
2: It was pretty. It was pretty. Just a fly compliance flying. team. Yeah, pretty smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it can be. It can be crazy. It can be crazy right dealing on. with all different rules and regulations, and then you think you know it, and then it changes.
1: Mm-hmm. Right on. Shout out Ghostbusters in the uh, chat there, everybody. Yeah, hey, what up, Chris? Hey, what up? Cool, guys. I think I'm going to give away a pack of seeds. Let's one more it. pack of Hell seeds. Yeah. And uh, let's just make it a double dipper tonight on the Integrity Cookies. See yeah. if I can't throw it on the screen. Boom. Does that show up in the it's nice perfect. Sort of, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> how to win this one? Let's see. What the fuck do I got to uh, do here, real quick? Oops. All right. So to win this, let's give away. Uh, how about you guys pick the the keyword or something? What's the keyword for the Colorado Colorado Cannabis Cup or something? What should they put in the subject line? The let's do the tenth person, so the replay viewers get a chance at this one. Um, high times. You just want to do high times?
2: Yeah, so it's short. I can say high times, Colorado, but it's
1: long. Yeah, just high times. <laughs> yeah. yeah, make them. Make it yes, easy. Make it easy. So I say the tenth person. Tenth person, it's let's scroll go, we're losing time. your screen. Dark er, horse genetics live at gmail.com. As I said uh, before, at the top of the show, I'm fucking behind like a sh- show or two on the giveaways or whatever, but uh, I'm gonna clear it all up tonight is the plan. So uh, yeah, try to win. You might be a winner already if you've tried it in the past show or two. You just don't know it yet. But try again, and uh, yeah, best of luck. Tenth person, I will send you these integrity cookie Feminized seeds six pack uh fem six-pack i don't know if you're in colorado you can just plop them bitches in the backyard legal six plants fem good to go don't gotta worry about it if you're into cookies you'll like this shit but uh yeah with that said i think i'm gonna bring the guest back on real quick and kind of sign her off um mark joey uh again is there anything you guys want to say on the way out the door uh i really appreciate you guys coming on uh talking to us about cannabis cups how they work Um, and uh, the new model, if you will. That's sort of happening. When is the event, exactly?
2: So we're just finishing up packaging up. This goes on sale Saturday, this Saturday, June 27th. And then judges have 30 days to judge. Oh, 30 days. online. Yeah, online. So they get the scorecard, they judge online. We get all the data, we get the averages, and then we do the digital award show Sunday, August 2nd. That's where we announce first, second, third place. And a cool little fun entertaining, entertaining uh, digital award shows. Obviously,
1: yeah. so they're not doing the gothic. You're not filling that up, no. so that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's not safe yet. Yeah, totally. I wonder how that. <laughs> <No> like, <offense>. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it's, you're gonna have like all the competitors kind of on like Zoom, 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 or something like that, sort it, of and, just waiting to see if they win. Or? They'll be. They'll, everybody will tune in. You can
2: watch. It's free. High Times, Facebook Live, easy
1: definitely yeah let remind me and i'll promote it for you guys to yeah people tune in and watch or whatever it'd be definitely ver- be very cool to uh, see like a virtual cup one time at least because then i can mimic some of the shit you guys are doing for the 100k grand prix and make it better because i'm sure high times will spend a lot of money making the production of this shit look good <laughs> and yeah i'm fucking nothing but a copycat i love it so uh, but, you know it's yeah. limited
2: because the studios are closed you know we're doing it out of our office but it's cool you know we have fun shout out all the people and uh, you get to know who's the best of the best.
1: Everybody who entered, best of luck, you guys. And uh, if it comes back again, which I'm sure it will, then you might have to, you know, uh, Jack call me up if they don't see my entry. I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> you guys doing? Yeah, dude? where are you at? That's uh, what I told yeah, him. I we, was like, what are you doing? We kind of dropped the ball, I think, on that now, that now that we're sitting here talking to you guys. <laughs> but uh, very cool. So, uh, once again, with that said, I'm going to sign this fucker off with Ninja's song one more time on the way out the door. <laughs>
0: Little parrot gay fish come sit on my shoulder today. Little gay parrot fish sit on my shoulder today and make me a fried shrimpy dish with some soy sauce, baby. As the beat drops, super super fried. Super fry egg roll, triple fry fry rice, triple fry rice baby. Two for one egg roll, super triple fry rice, triple fry rice baby. Two for one, Don't forget egg roll. the soy sauce. cha 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 cha. cha, cha, cha. <laughs>
3: There's my gay fish song, dudes. What?